Hi, I'm Dr. Becker. Struvite stones, also called triple phosphate stones and a magnesium ammonium phosphate stones, are a type of bladder stone or bladder crystal that occurs in both dogs and cats. Magnesium, ammonia, and phosphate are common substances found in urine, and in very high concentrations, they can bind together to form crystals that irritate your pet's bladder and cause inflammation. If the crystals combine with mucus, they can actually form a plug that can partially or completely block the urinary tract. And in worst case scenarios, these crystals kind of congeal together to form uroliths, which is the medical term for bladder stones that can actually require surgery in some advanced cases. Struvite stones account for about one third of all urinary tract stones in dogs and about half of all urinary stones in cats. Female pets around six to seven years of age are at the highest risk group for struvite stones. Struvite stones can have uh, a bunch of different causes, including extremely alkaline urine, which is often a baseline result of a biologically inappropriate diet, a urinary tract infection, or another disorder of the urinary tract. Sometimes abnormal urine retention, that where urine is stored in the bladder for unnaturally long periods of time, can predispose animals to, to struvite stones, and prolonged or high doses of steroids have also been implicated. Dog breeds prone to struvite stones include the miniature schnauzer, the shih tzu, the bichon frise, miniature poodles, cocker spaniels, and the lhasa apso. Some pets with bladder stones show no obvious signs, but common symptoms can sometimes include frequent urination, straining to urinate, abnormal urination. For example, uh, your dog can lift his leg and you think that it's in the morning, he should have a good stream of urine and maybe just a few drops come out, as well as urinating in inappropriate places or dribbling. And kitties will oftentimes urinate outside of their litter box as a first clue. If you actually can visualize urine on the floor, sometimes there's a cloudy urine or bloody urine and oftentimes there's increased thirst. It's very important to note that a urinary blockage can be possible with this type of stone and is an absolute medical emergency. If your pet isn't able to pass urine, you need to go to a veterinarian immediately. And so you can't wait till the next day or the day after. You've got to seek care instantly. Complete blockages are seen much more often and much more seriously in male pets and female pets. If your pet's bladder is extremely inflamed, it may also be enlarged. And sometimes with non-obese pets, your vet can actually palpate the bladder through the abdominal wall and can actually feel bladder stones in the bladder. A urinalysis will check for the presence of blood, protein, and glucose, as well as ketones and bilirubin. It will also determine the concentration of the urine, which is, um, which is really the measure of kidney health and function. But urinary concentration is also a contributing factor to stone formation. A urinalysis will also pick up the presence of white blood cells, which are an indication of inflammation or infection. A urine culture and sensitivity test will reveal if there's a bacterial infection present and can also determine what medication will be the most effective in clearing the infection. Because certain bacteria can contribute to struvite stone formation, this is a really important step that should not be skipped. I cannot stress that enough. I can't tell you, I would say almost on a daily basis. In fact, yesterday alone, I've had two e one phone call, one email about I have a dog that has been, has been identified with struvite stones, what do I do? And the veterinarian sadly didn't recommend this really critical initial step of culturing the urine to make sure that the root cause is not an underlying urinary tract infection. In my opinion, this should be the very first step in properly identifying the root cause uh, in, of why this entire syndrome is occurring. So don't let your veterinarian skip that step. It is possible for your pet actually to have bladder inflammation with crystals without infection. And this condition is called cystitis. 
If this is the case, then your treatment protocol will obviously be quite different for cystitis than with a urinary tract infection. This is why it's really important that your veterinary establishes right off the bat whether there's infection present or not. And if there is infection present, then don't guess at the type of antibiotic. If your veterinarian says, oh, you know, your dog or cat has crystals, there might be infection, just use this antibiotic. It's really unnecessary and it can actually foster antimicrobial resistance. So don't let your veterinarian guess or just wantonly prescribe antibiotics. X-rays and ultrasounds are typically also quite important, especially if your pet has had a recurrent issue because they help identify the size, shape, and the, and the location of the stone, and it can also help determine treatment options. If your pet has crystals or stones but is still capable of urination, then the situation is oftentimes managed with medication and dietary adjustments. The first thing we want to do for pets with crystals or stones is to create a healthy urine pH that is neither too acidic or too alkaline. A urinary pH of 7 is neutral, so everything above 7 is alkaline and everything below 7 is acidic. Most pets with struvite crystals or bladder stones will have a urinary pH well above 7, so they have an alkaline urine, which actually creates a perfect environment for bacteria pr proliferation. So some pets that originally just start out with a struvite crystal issue and they have alkaline urine eventually can develop urinary tract infections because it's this prime environment. Uh, it's the naturally acidic urine of dogs and cats that actually helps prevent urinary tract infections from occurring. So when you have an alkaline urine, dogs and cats lose that natural ability to fight off UTIs. So it's not uncommon for pets to, over time, develop UTIs when they have these struvite crystals. The second condition that also develops is that a lot of dogs and cats with struvite crystals develop what we call bladder sludge. And it's this um, kind of blend of crystals and mucus along with inflammatory debris that can be picked up on ultrasound. Dogs and cats as carnivores should have a slightly acidic urinary pH, optimally between 6 and 6.5. We want to maintain the urine pH no more than 7 because above 7, you, your pet is at risk for developing additional struvite crystals. So some pets are generally predisposed to producing a protein as well called coxin. And if your pet is a coxin excreter, then coxin is excreted into the urine, which can cause sterile crystals or sterile crystal urea, which means crystals can form without infection even being pre present because of this genetic predisposition. These animals are very prone to chronic cystitis, and these very sharp crystals can cause microtrauma to the lining of the bladder, which is incredibly uncomfortable for pets. Many holistic veterinarians use blends of Chinese herbal medicines, as well as homeopathy, and lots of different nutraceuticals to help with this condition, including things like glucosamine, which have been proven to help maintain the, the mucous membranes, which is what the lining of the bladder is, as well as cranberry extract, which helps not only fight urinary tract infection, but it helps promote a healthy urinary pH. We also use substances like D-mannose to help prevent future UTIs from forming. Once uh, the infection has been controlled, D-mannose can be your best friend at preventing future urinary tract infections. Herbs that may be really beneficial for struvite bladder stones include chanka, as well as dandelion, golden seal, horsetail, marshmallow, plantain, Oregon grape root, uva ursi, yarrow, mataki mushrooms, the herb called corn silk as well can be quite beneficial, as well as cranberry and nature's antibiotic, which is called olive leaf. If you are a dog parent, I recommend that you buy pH testing strips from your veterinarian or at the local drugstore and that you check your dog's urinary pH at home. Because if you're checking on a daily basis, then you're gonna know whether your pet is at risk of forming struvite stones or whether you've uh, created a perfect pH. So in the morning, 
prior to feeding your dog breakfast, when your dog goes outside for that first urination of the morning, you can run uh, a, P, a piece of pH test strip through your pet's urine stream and check to see what the urine pH is. And this is a really great way to proactively make sure that you're keeping your pet's pH in an optimal range. I do recommend that you keep a log of your pet's urinary pH to show your veterinarian an appointment so that you both agree that your dog's pH is exactly where it needs to be. And actually, in some cases, I have two kitties that will allow uh, their, when they're squatting in the box, they'll allow their moms to just check with urine. Kitties tend to not be so hip on anyone being in the litter box when they're using it, but if you're capable of running a, a urinary test strip through a cat's urine stream, do it because it can provide really value, valuable information. In some cases, your pet may need medical assistance getting his or her pH done into a healthy range. This can be accomplished not by using a prescription diet, but by adding the amino acid D-L-methionine. D-L-methionine can be found in tablet or in powder form, and it's an all-natural amino acid that is really quite inexpensive. And, but it's actually that therapeutic ingredient that's added to prescription diets to make them prescription. Uh, there's no reason to decrease the quality of food you're feeding by putting your pet onto some of these poorly formulated prescription diets, but there could be a reason to institute D-L-methionine therapy, which you can uh, get from your veterinarian and use in conjunction with a high-quality species-appropriate diet. I don't recommend feeding these highly processed diets for many reasons. First of all, they're made with feed-grade ingredients, so all of the prescription diets on the market, except for certain fresh food brands, have been made with rendered human ingredients, which are not great quality resources. They also contain unnaturally high amounts of synthetic uh, nutrients, as well as grains. And those starchy carbohydrates are ultimately one of the main reasons that pets develop crystals in the first place. So it seems kind of backwards to feed a high grain or starch diet and then add D-L-methionine into that. It's kind of two steps backwards and then a step forwards. You can do much better by actually creating a home-prepared starch-free diet and adding in D-L-methionine as needed to help control your dog's urinary pH. You can do that with kitties as well. Ask your holistic or integrative veterinarian about dosing instructions for D-L-methionine depending on your pet's body weight. Occasionally, I've also had really good success modulating urinary pH using ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Now, remember, using buffered vitamin C buffers urinary pH, so you have to use true ascorbic acid, which helps pets drop urinary pH down into normal range. However, be aware that too much vitamin C can create loose bowels. So in those situations where you've used vitamin C in an attempt to control urinary pH, but you're not getting control, you'll need to switch to D-L-methionine. Carnivores have acidic urine, and herbivores or vegetarian animals have alkaline urine. And actually, inappropriate over-the-counter diets, in fact, I will venture to say the majority of dog and cat diets on the market that you are buying at either uh, big box stores or even from your veterinarian contain a tremendous amount of carbohydrates, and they're not listed on the label. When you flip the bag over, you're gonna see things like corn, wheat, rice, soy, but also hidden carbohydrates like oatmeal, chickpea, sweet potato, and potato, as well as tapioca. All of those carbohydrates alkalize your pet's urine. So one of the best things you can do if you have a pet struggling to maintain healthy urine pH is to reduce the amount of carbohydrates or starches that you're feeding your pet. To reduce urine pH on a species appropriate level, which is the goal for most pets with struvite crystals, I recommend you that you feed your pet a low carb, grain free, including starch free, potato free and preferably fresh food diet, or at a minimum, a canned food diet or a dehydrated or uh, freeze dried diet that has been reconstituted with lots of water. 
Oftentimes, uh, your pet's pH can be naturally maintained between 6 and 6.5 just from picking healthy species-appropriate nutrition. Dry food can cause a tremendous increase in the concentration of urine, which means um, when pet's urine becomes super concentrated, it really increases the risk of struvite formation. So ensuring a high moisture diet is one of the cornerstones of preventing struvite crystals from occurring. So getting your pets off of dry food is really important. You also want to ensure that your pet is drinking a lot of fresh, clean drinking water and uh, encouraging kitties to drink from getting a water fountain is if water fountain or moving water is also a really great idea. For cats, you can put fountains or water bowls in several locations to encourage lots of hydration. You can also add bone broth or low sodium bouillon or stock to your pet's food to also entice them to consume more water. Creating more dilute urine and offering a moisture-rich diet is a really important aspect of preventing stones and crystals from occurring, as well as feeding a species-appropriate diet in combination with infection management. This particular combination is the best thing you can do, not only for dissolving struvite crystals, but to prevent crystals from forming in the first place. Stones located in the urethra or ureters, which are the tubes that connect the kidneys to the bladder, oftentimes much be, must be surgically removed. If they get stuck there, they oftentimes have to come out through surgical intervention. Sometimes, depending on the location and the size of the stone, there is a technique called laser lithotripsy that breaks down the stones into smaller pieces uh, that can then be passed out. And there's also a second procedure called avoiding uh, urohydropulsion, which actually is a technique that involves manually expressing the stones out through the urethra while the patient is being sedated. If your pet has been diagnosed with struvite crystals or stones, it's really imperative that you continue treatment until the condition is totally resolved and then you incorporate a proactive plan to prevent the problem from coming back. A urinalysis should absolutely be performed monthly until all the crystals are dissolved and then I recommend you check your pet's urine every six months to make sure that no new crystals or stones are forming.